0: shoots and kills would-be robber. A 25-year-old woman, she was just standing at the bus stop. It was uh, South Side Chicago Tuesday morning. She's trying to go to work. And surveillance video showed a 19-year-old coming up to her pointing a gun at her head. They sported to the hospital. He did you, not make it. You fuck up. And so he did not make it. Just like Kane did not just then. And She only suffered minor injuries. And they're not going to file... They're not going to file charges. So... I hate you. We're good. We're
1: good. Just relax. We're good.
0: I'm not like... This is, is a completely separate thing that I'm... This is like the worst time you could have done
1: <laughs> You guys know Chris and Jill are uh, running for president? Yeah, Steve, <laughs> thank you. I'm glad Steve's here to keep this train on track. Thank you, Steve. I heard she's announcing it on Colbert this evening. Keep it going. <laughs> if you can. I'm crying. I'm crying. You know what? It's because you put it in Slack.
0: I said you didn't, <laughs> to you didn't have to play it. It's your fault. And the one are you
1: put it
2: on. Oh, my gosh. All I do was hit the
1: space uh. bar. I don't know
2: what happened.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm back. All right. We um, were talking about some important issues here. Kane's new to radio. <laughs> <laughs> <It's so laughs> I can't even talk. So <sighs> <video>. <sighs> oh. Oh. Oh, all right. Let's get back to our uh, just. <laughs>
1: Steve saved it, and luckily <gasps> we're, on, we're on a delay. So just real quick, because people don't understand. Oh my gosh, on. you're killing you're up. me! You accidentally is played
0: I, something. There's you some know.
1: audio right that <gasps> I wasn't
0: from Step Brothers. I all said things.
1: I wasn't going to play, obviously, because <gasps> it had curse words in it. And for some reason, <laughs> when I was typing something in Slack, <laughs> the space bar <laughs> activated the playing feature on that video, where it just <gasps> I think the only word it actually said was a curse <laughs> word. I'm not mistaken. But Steve <laughs> caught it
0: oh, on sorry. the delay. I didn't mean to bring it. I just couldn't deal with it. We're good. Oh, my gosh. All right. I'm better. That's I'm back. Great. We're good. Back to business. Oh, my gosh. I can't even deal. Okay. All right. Business. We're back. All right. Let's get back to what I... What were we talking about before? Kane did that. Oh, my gosh. I'm dying. Okay. No. We were talking... Okay. So, the guy from Think Progress, right? Oh, that's right. The Daily Caller piece, wherein a concealed carrier saved her own life and prevented this this thug from attacking her and killing her. And so this dude tweets out, Conservatives are thrilled a woman with a concealed carry permit shot and killed a 19-year-old would-be mugger. I mean, please, downplay his crime as much as possible. That's not how justice works. The penalty for theft is not death, nor do we want it to be. What? So I responded... Hmm, because that I said the hazard of targeting and then pulling your illegally possessed gun on a woman as she waits alone for the bus is that you may get shot. Stop shaming women who defend themselves. Women have every right to consider their safety first before that of the person attacking them. And by the way, how in the hell do you know that he was just going to mug her? What is a woman supposed to go, wait a minute, I need to care more about my attacker's well-being than my own? That is some patriarchal, sexist BS if I ever heard it. The last thing any woman wants to hear is some progressive beta male telling her, no, you have to care about your attacker's well-being more than your own. I'm going to tell you what, you come up to me trying to attack or kill me, I will drop you just as any other woman has the God-given natural right to do to defend her life. I'm not going to sit there and I am not going to play 20 questions with you. I am not going to, nor should any other woman, nor should any other woman say, excuse me, Mr. Attacker, are you just going to mug me? Are you just going to assault me? Is there going to be raping involved in this? Are you going to try to drag me from this location somewhere else, maybe to a wooded area and leave me for dead? I need to know so that I can check my think progress beta male progressive 101 manual on proper female response to male aggression there is some toxic masculinity right there oh my gosh the idea that women should not defend themselves and instead attend first to the well-being of their attacker you can miss me with that that is some BS and that's the thing I said I, I and I, I told him I said if you target a woman and attack her she has every right to drop you make predators afraid as opposed to shaming women for wanting to live or not be assaulted or raped and then that this and by the way this insistence that conservatives are thrilled no actually we're not I wish we lived in a world where it was kittens and sunshine and women weren't viewed as easy targets by predators but we don't and that's why I choose to arm myself and train and practice awareness all these people shaming women and he had said w- another point as well he said the punishment for armed robbery isn't death, though. I, I, of course, I don't think he, he should have had a gun either. Yeah, he didn't think she should, too. But if she had let him rob her, even at gunpoint, both likely would have survived. It's the praise for her gun ownership that bothers me, direct quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if she let him rob her, be, first off, go ahead and assume that's all he wanted to do. Let's just make that assumption. Because the woman, the victim, was supposed to know his intentions and have more concern for him. The guy who pointed the gun to her head. This is, that was inexcusable victim shaming. That's what it is. And just insane. It's, it's so asinine. And then he came back and he, he said, Well, I want to offer apologies and clarifications about a poorly worded tweet I sent about an incident of gun violence. I have since deleted the tweet. And it wasn't an incident of gun violence. It was an incident of defensive gun use. Stop shaming people for defending themselves. It was an incident of gu- of defensive gun use. He goes, well, I believe people have the right to defend themselves. My tweet suggested otherwise, and for that I apologize. And he goes, and I ignored the context that this took place in a neighborhood with high rates of violence. That's an experience I don't have and shouldn't speak to. And he goes, for that I also apologize. He goes, my tweet suggested that conservative outlets covering this story were happy about a death, and that was my, not my intention. And he said... My ideal is for a world in which guns do not have to be a part of anyone's daily life in which gun deaths are not a part of our daily news I stand by this ideal and disagree with the proposition that more guns will make people safer I'm going to be more sensitive in my advocacy in the future and for now I stand humbled by my mistake and simply ask others continue to work with me in good faith to end gun violence for all people well I mean I don't know if he's real or not I don't know if he's sincere I think it's a start but it's not an issue of gun violence that was an issue of defensive gun usage the violence was what was being perpetrated to the woman and by calling gun violence, you're immediately assigning blame, and you are assigning perpetrator status to the woman who was the original victim to begin with. That's the whole thing.
3: I'm visiting with Dr. Erica Black, new owner of the hearing doctor, located at As
0: to how I defend myself. Oh my gosh. It's it, No, absolutely not. And this idea that we're supposed to know immediately what the intention of the attacker is, Are you magical? Is that what you know? And and it's not my responsibility. That's a hazard of committing a crime. The hazard of pointing a gun that you are in illegal possession of at a woman's head is that she may be in lawful possession and better trained and more aware and should take you down. And shaming this out there. Shaming people out there You know what, for all these anti-gun advocates They love scaring women into being disarmed And it infuriates me They say, oh women, you're empowered enough to go and kill your baby But you are too stupid to carry a gun You're too stupid to defend yourself Toxic masculinity Is what it is that tells women That they're too dumb to defend themselves Or too weak to defend themselves And I always see the fear mongering from these anti-gun advocates Who are like, well more women, more women You know, et etc cetera, et cetera. Actually, no, I mean, hmm. mm Yeah. Just know They want to shame women into not carrying. And they want to keep women ignorant and keep men ignorant and keep everybody ignorant about their Second Amendment rights. That made me mad, though. I don't know if you follow me on social media, but that's when I exploded because I can't stand that stuff. I can't stand it. All right. We got we have more to get into, including we got today's stupidity coming up. And I want to make sure that I don't miss that. Uh, don't play any more audio game. Okay? No more audio for you. Outdoor Limited's a great, a great place to go and get your ammo because they have it right there in their warehouse. They don't do back orders. They don't do drop shipping. I mean, if it says it's in stock, it's legit. They can go and touch it and take a selfie with it. It's right there. They got it. And they you're just going to get unbeatable savings when it comes to getting your ammunition. And they have... All kinds of ammo and shooting supplies. Outdoor Limited is the only place to go for discount ammo and take advantage also of just all of the great prices. They have a rebate, <clears throat> excuse me, they have a, a, a limited rebates uh, sale going on right now. And they feature great brands from federal ammunition like Federal Premium and Fusion and American Eagle. Visit outdoorlimited.com. Get five bucks off your first purchase of $100 or more using code DANA. Check out the great prices at outdoorlimited.com. Promo code DANA. That's outdoorlimited.com. It makes me proud that my listeners have been providing so much support to the Purple Heart Foundation. Your car and cash donations are helping every day to make a difference in the lives of veterans and their families nationwide. It's important to remember the challenges our veterans face when they return home, and I'm not just talking about the emotional and psychological challenges either. Veterans return home to mountains of paperwork and ridiculous red tape associated with receiving benefits. It's heartbreaking to think about how many veterans just give up. My friends at the Purple Heart Foundation are dedicated to helping our warriors fight for their benefits. Their national service officers around the country work side-by-side with veterans, not giving in until they receive their benefits. You can't put a dollar value on the importance of this service for our soldiers. Call 888 414 4483. That's 888 414 4483. They take many forms of donations, but a cash donation has the most immediate impact. All donations are 100% tax deductible. Just go to give2purpleheart.org. To That's give2purpleheart.org. Repair bills. Car shield administrators have paid out close to $2 billion in claims and they're ready to help you. Save yourself thousands in future car repairs. Get covered by the ultimate and extended vehicle protection like I did. Call 800 Car 6100 and mention code Dana or visit Carshield.com and use code Dana to save 10%. Call 800 Car 6100, mention code Dana or visit Carshield.com and use code Dana to save 10%. A deductible may apply.
4: Ever wonder why Europeans seem to speak so many languages? Maybe it's because they use Babbel, the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Babbel's award-winning technology gets you speaking right away, whether you're learning Spanish, French, or German. And best of all, you'll remember what you've learned. I always thought I was bad at languages, but after using Babbel, I can tell you I was just taught the wrong way. Using Babbel's 10 to 15 minute lessons, you can be speaking confidently in your new language within weeks.
0: I was amazed that I could start having real life conversations right away. It was so fast. Now I'm speaking Spanish. Woohoo!
4: (laughs) No wonder Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Try it for yourself and see why Babbel is the quick way to get conversational in a new language like Spanish, French or more. You can try Babbel for free. Go to Babbel.com or download the app and try it for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com or download the app to try it for free. That's Babbel.com geico presents eyewitness interviews with inanimate objects this is brian bruno live on the scene of a recent windstorm here to describe the event a chest of drawers there's a storm howling outside so i thought i'd stay in and watch a rom-com five minutes into the flick a tree branch slams through the window were you hurt i just got a scratch on my chest your chest of drawers can't help you in a windstorm but the geico insurance agency can help you get covered for personal property damage call geico to see how affordable homeowners insurance can be
3: Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you
6: haven't tried this for
3: cold sores, you're missing out. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores.
4: It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one.
3: Purpose and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection.
0: I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage.
3: Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Uses Directed. My dad is a proud doer, always building, repairing, or maintaining something. He relies on Craftsman tools, and I do the same. Today, Craftsman mechanics tools, metal storage, and lighting are available from your favorite retailers. But that's only the beginning. A full line of retooled and refined products are on the way. Find your favorite store at Craftsman.com. And stay tuned for more big news from this trusted American brand.
4: Here today's full show. Subscribe to the Dana Show podcast on your device to catch anything
0: you may have missed. Yeah, yeah. Big news: the DNC has dropped the Women's March. Yeah, <clears throat> they dropped their partnership with the Women's March because the Women's March has some ragey anti anti-Semitism problems. According to one source, it's a reported by the Jewish News Syndicate and others. They're saying that uh, the DNC found it real tricky. Yeah, because y'all got some problems, in addition to that one congresswoman y'all have who covered up Israel with a post-it of Palestine. I mean, yeah. Oh, and then, oh, oh, let's not forget the pictures with the uh, uh, Hezbollah folks, right? And the one dude who's like, the picture with the one guy who says that apparently Israel doesn't have a right to exist. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's not really how that goes, but all right. Anyway. So we have that. So that's 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 also good. And then Alexandria ocasio cortez got called out by Native Americans for saying that America is a nation of immigrants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they didn't like that. They said yeah, and then she went and called they said 'cause she was she said standing rock. She said it was standing rock that inspired her to run. And then she went and said US is the United States is a nation of immigrants. Ooh. Well, Hmm. Anyway, today's stupidity came. To keep
1: track of all your virtue signaling. I know, right? All right. I uh, mean... Stacey Abrams was out there talking about whether or not she supports non-citizens actually voting in local elections, and her being a Democrat. I'm sure you're not surprised to hear. Her answer. I,
4: I think there's a difference between municipal and state and federal. Uh, part of the municipality.
0: I'm not arguing for it or against it, but I will say, having been deputy city attorney, uh, there's a very the, the granularity of what cities decide is so specific as to I think allow for people to be participants in the process without it somehow undermining our larger democratic ethic that says that you should be a citizen to be a part of the conversation. So, not in some cases, you would be supportive of non-citizens voting. I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't
1: oppose it. I see. Okay.
0: Mm. Oh. Well. well. Thanks.
1: But not surprised she is a Democrat.
0: Yeah, there you go. Folks, that does it for us tonight. We will be back with you tomorrow at Lash on Twitter, official channel LASH on Facebook. Have a great night.
4: I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights. And you may be entitled to money for your suffering.
3: Don't accept South Plains Medical Service, located at 2854 34th Street, has been serving Lubbock and the South Plains area for over 20 years. Locally owned and operated, South Plains Medical Service provides customers with the best in personal medical equipment. From walkers to motorized wheelchairs, to breastfeeding supplies, aids to daily living, to bathroom safety, such as grab bars, bath shower benches, elevated toilet seats. If your motorized wheelchair or scooters is in need of repair, they can service any piece of equipment that you have have, from battery replacements through electronic repairs. South Plains Medical Service doesn't just sell medical equipment. They offer rentals for short-term use, including medical lift chairs. Their business hours are from 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, but if that doesn't work, my friends Bobby and Linda Nye are happy to meet with you. You
7: are listening to KRFE Lubbock AM 580, the Fox News station.
4: Steve Rappaport. The IRS recalling about 46,000 employees furloughed by the government shutdown to handle returns and refunds without pay. The shutdown in its 25th day because of an impasse on border security. Talks to reach a border security deal crumbled last week when the president walked out of a meeting with congressional leaders when House Speaker Nancy Pelosi flatly said she would not approve money for a border wall. Fox's John Decker at the White House. British lawmakers overwhelmingly rejecting Prime Minister Theresa May's exit deal with the European Union.
7: Twice as many people voted no than yes. The worst result for a sitting government in a parliamentary vote since 1924 in modern UK political history. The opposition Labour Party uh, leader, Jeremy Corbyn, jumped all over it and said now is the time to change the
4: government. The Fox Business Network's Ashley Webster in London. This is Fox News.
6: On the other side of Texas, history has its place. On the other side of Texas, justice rules the case. They don't like it, they don't love it. They say we're all wrong, but on the other side of Texas
8: halls, we roll along. Hey there, howdy, thanks for tuning in and telling friends that you hang out right here where we rave along. And Ravon on the other side of Texas. I'm your host, Jay West, Texas Leeson. This new episode broadcasting from the Racer Car Wash Studios. Racer Car Wash voted Lubbock's best wash for five years running. Stop into one of five convenient locations across Hub City for the best wash round. Find your best location at RacerWash.com. Appreciate all those folks down in A and M, and folks down in Austin, who uh folks in legislative offices in Austin make it a habit to tune into the show, as well as all you just want to know what's going on. I try to make it as a. I always say this in my columns: I write about what I think you ought to know about. On the radio, I talk about things I would want to know about, and and there's a difference there. Coming up in a few minutes we got mike Bazaar, Bazaar solutions and bud kennedy about half an hour yesterday we said we were gonna have bud kennedy he got side swiped yesterday not emergency status but could not call in bud kennedy fort worth star telegram and has a unique take on what's going on down the austin way we have a contest today, and I want you to be a part of it. The contest is this. You to call in with your best food stories. We're all enamored with Texas Tech's new economic uh, food and beverage. Maybe not the beer end, but other beverages. More economic than they have been. And so we decided to throw a contest for two tickets, to sold sold-out USA Arena tomorrow night texas tech and iowa state if you want to be a part of the program you can call in i'm making a one-time exception you can call into the program give us your best food story on two categories the weirdest food you ate at someone else's house and your dog licked it and you still ate it had a few good samplings ring in on social media today you get better points under our point system if you call into the program Uh, but today had somebody tell a story this is jared jones this is where the bar is if you want to call in 806-745-5800 that's 806-745-5800 you call in and we will put your name in the kitty, but this is where the bar is right now. Years ago, I went to Starbucks and got a Frappuccino in the drive-thru. You know, the milkshake with a bit of coffee on top of, of it with a ton of whipped cream. As I drove down the road, I noticed that some of the whipped cream had fallen on my arm. Being the lush that I am, I decided to eat it off of my arm rather than to wipe it off. So I eat the whipped cream, and then seconds later, to my horror, I start to realize it's not whipped cream at all. In the few seconds that I had reached out of my vehicle to get the drink, a bird had pooped on my arm. Yes, I ate bird poop and had to rinse it out of my mouth with hot Gatorade. Not the proudest moment of my life, but I learned a lesson never trust random whipped cream there you go you can trust the two dollar hot dogs at the usa arena your calls to be entered in to win tickets 806-745-5800 we're going to promote that throughout the show you got a call your dog licked it Your um, the weirdest food that you ate at somebody else's house we'll be asking our guests that as we roll along on the show uh the latest for you we try to break the news in ways that others don't but we break it just for you Uh, from austin tis the season where the house and the senate as they begin the legislature begin to Put out their base budgets. Now these are not finalized budgets. They're still budgets that require a lot of ins and outs and horse trading, but base budget usually means these will stay fixed, the things within this budget. The House budget this morning seventeen million three hundred and fifty thousand dollars to Texas Tech's proposed large animal veterinarian school. A lot of hyphenations in what I just said that's good news for a lot of tech supporters vet school believers that you've got that kind of support on the house side that's the good news because whenever you go to the higher education coordinating board you need your ask to be fully funded the bad news is this in this i will not understand because dan patrick and a lot of other statewides got reelected right here in this part of Texas from which we're broadcasting. Amarillo down the Midland over to Abilene up to Lubbock. The Senate only appropriates $4.17 million towards the vet school, which sets up a situation in which you've got about a $13 million million disparity between the two that's got to be somehow reconciled throughout the legislature. How that happens, I'm not quite sure. In the context of a legislative battle where billions are going towards Harvey, $7 billion on the House side going into public education, $3.5 billion into... Uh, teacher raises on the senate side but you've got this 13 million dollar incongruity and that's enough space for that guy down in college station to operate and i think you know who i mean that john sharp down in austin can take a $13 million discrepancy, and do with it what he will. Hullabaloo, connect, connect. So we're just, uh, the jury's out, and we'll see what happens and what can happen to reconcile those things. I think by the time they go to the Higher Education Coordinating Board, that money needs to be there, and we'll see what happens between now... And then we want to take a quickie break, get in with Mike Bazaar, Bazaar Solutions. Your calls on your worst food experience at somebody else's house, and your dog licked it, so you ate it anyway. 806 745 5800. Get in with Mike Bazaar. I have some thoughts. I don't know if I'll do it today. I did an interview today on a statewide publication about why i think cliff kingsbury will do well with the arizona cardinals i'm a true believer i think he'll do well we'll get in with why i think that uh well i don't know if we'll get in with it or not the show's just i'm just gonna just throw the steering wheel out into the bar ditch and we'll see where the show goes glad that you're with us more coming up right here on your other side of
1: texas
6: I saw miles and miles of Texas All the stars up in the sky I saw miles and miles of Texas Gonna live here till I die
0: Hey Lubbock, are you thinking about buying or selling a house? You can rely on Charity
4: Leeson at Amy Tapp Realty to provide excellent full-service care from start to finish.
0: Charity Leasing will work with integrity to find your perfect home, right on budget, with open and honest communication. Call to discuss options today at 806-370-7340. Again, that's 806 806- 370-7340 and check out CharityLeason.com and CharityLeeson Realtor on Facebook.
7: Hi, this is Fred Harden a.k.a. Dr. Fred Branch Manager of Willow Bend Mortgage where we provide comprehensive mortgage services including purchases refinances and renovation loans. We're also committed to serving our community heroes by offering $760 off closing cost as our way of saying thank you. Call me at Willow Bend Mortgage today for your perfect home loan. Willow Bend Mortgage, living local, lending local.
8: Willow Bend Mortgage is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer for extension of credit or a commitment to lend. Information and pricing are subject to change at any time without notice.
1: Speed Queen washers and dryers are built to last longer than any other brand in the market, designed to last 25 years in your home. So it's only fitting that they're also backed by the industry's longest lasting warranty, a warranty that's five times longer than the competition. And unlike anyone else, our warranty covers parts and in-home labor. You heard that right, parts and labor, covered. Get your speed queen and our industry-leading warranty at Brand Source Radio Lab, located at 4902 50th Street. When you're best friends with the
8: founder of the Lubbock County Militia, you get your own radio show. It's the Other Side of Texas with Jay
6: Leeson. Oh, well, the little things you say and do make me want to.
8: Hey, Raven! on right here from the studios where Buddy Holly became famous. Your other side of Texas. This segment brought to you by Title One Lubbock's digital real estate and title escrow company. Title One is committed to providing you with the highest level of communication and service from the time the contract opens until it closes. See how Title One can serve your realty, consumer, and lending needs at title1.com. Just want to remind you, we've got our contest out. Two tickets to sold out Iowa State versus Texas Tech tomorrow. Your stories, weird food you ate at someone else's house, your dog licked it, and you still ate it. Those are the two categories. Maybe, maybe I'll take some entries on if you can only eat five things for the rest of your life. Uh, we have Mike Bazaar, Bazaar Solutions in studio. As we do each week, going to talk about technology and how everything's going to hell, uh, Mike Bazaar. <laughs> we try not to get that far into it, but you know, it's, it's true. Uh, it can get
5: pretty rough. <laughs> it does. Um, how you doing? Good, man. I wanted to real quick say, too, the, I don't know if you saw the police department's Facebook post the other day. They got some guy that was trying to jump off the flyover on Marshall Sharp to the loop. Yeah. Seven hours they spent with negotiators and talked him back off the ledge, so... Toss out a thanks and a good job to the Lubbock Police Department and the negotiators. That's sounds awesome. pretty serious. Yeah, seven seven hours. hours. That's a long time. It was like through the middle of the night, and so it was. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Their their post was basically apologizing that it was closed, and I'm like, I think that's a legitimate reason to to close the road so you can get somebody to for seven hours. Yeah. Was it completely closed? That's what they said. Because he was on the flyover up at the top. Hmm. He was going to jump off of there. I guess that was his plan. But they talked him off the ledge, and he didn't. Hmm so huh I got a food story too we can interject in here yeah I, I want to hear your food story so it's not like horrible or crazy disgusting um but uh hold on yeah
8: let's get this one and then we'll get in with yours yeah hey uh welcome in other side of Texas thank you uh you got a food story for us
9: uh sort of I've got a story about Dr. Pepper if that's okay Okay. So, this goes back a few years, but I, uh, she was my girlfriend at the time. Somehow she married me. She's my wife now, but, um... Hmm.
8: I thought this was going a different direction, but go ahead.
9: Yeah. So, she was kind of real self-conscious when we first started dating because I wouldn't eat or drink after her, and she took that as sort of a personal insult and didn't understand that I don't eat or drink after anybody. Um...
8: No food sharing off your plate.
9: No, no, I don't drink after anybody. I don't eat off of anybody's spoon or fork, nothing. This
8: is Kyle. Yeah. Okay, so Kyle, he ain't eating, even to save his life, he's not eating off your food, your plate, or your um,
5: utensils. And he's not sharing his stuff with you either. No. No, probably not.
9: Um, So, you know, a few months in, she's over at my house and, uh, I'm drinking a can of Dr. Pepper and my dog walks over to me and I thought it'd be funny to give him some Dr. Pepper and so I tilt the dog's head back, give him a little Dr. Pepper and he licks it off the can uh, and that, it didn't bother me and so then I'd take a swig of the can of Dr. Pepper ah. and she's staring at me the whole time just <laughs> baffled as to why I would drink after a dog but not a human being, especially one that I'm dating.
8: Yeah, um, or...
5: I'm back too. Yeah.
9: So yeah, she was pretty off-put by it. Like I said, it didn't didn't bother me, but that's probably at least according to her the grossest
5: food or drink story that I have. I yeah, thought like it was my, funny. My dog eats his own turds, and I doubt your wife does. So <laughs> yeah. I think it's probably safer to drink after her than
8: a dog. Kyle, what's the psychiatrist had to say about all this?
5: <laughs> uh,
9: yeah, I don't go to a psychiatrist, so no telling what they would say.
8: Okay. All right. So, you drink after your dog, but not your wife. Uh, so,
9: you know, after I dated her for a few years and now being married to her, I've caved from time to time and will try something she's eating or drinking. Let me ask you, you know, this,
8: Kyle. If she walked in and she took the gallon of milk, held it up to her lips on a Saturday morning, and took a big swig, would you still take milk out of that container? No. Really? Really,
9: and other times if if I've got my own food or drink and I'm eating and she, like, you know, grabs off my plate or takes a drink without my permission, I just, I get angry and I'm like, you know what, you can just keep that, I'm not going to finish it
8: now. But if the dog did it, you'd be okay with it. If you sat it on the floor and the dog took a good lick around the rim, you would still drink it? Yeah, probably, I mean, I'd, I'd wipe it off with a
9: napkin first, but yeah, that'd be no problem.
8: So, what you're telling me is that there's really been no resolution.
9: No, uh, maybe like a little bit of progress, because like I said, I do eat after herbs sometimes now, but no, probably not a resolution.
8: You know, I I do, whenever we first got married, it was like, let me have some food off your plate. No, you should have gotten what I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens too. Yeah. I ordered this because I wanted to eat it. It's all not because of, it. of germs, it's yeah. just because I'm selfish. Yeah, yeah. There's a big difference there. Well, yeah, it's both. Okay. Well, Kyle, we've got you entered in. Um, okay. For I mean, I, I think it is it shows some testicular fortitude to come on the radio and show that you've got uh, you'll drink after your dog, but not your wife.
9: Yeah, I mean, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I don't do this like every meal or anything. But
8: no, no, yeah.
7: just not
5: like one for you, one no. for the dog every we, time you have dinner.
8: We've got the idea, Kyle.
9: <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, if I win the tickets or not, go Tech. I hope we beat them on Wednesday. All
8: right, we'll let you know, Kyle. Thanks for the call. All right. Bye, guys. Quality call Yeah um,
5: Okay So uh, Your food story Yeah, my Mine's not as good as that I don't think But it was I was in college My uh, brother was recently married Him and his wife Invite me over to dinner At their house And so trying to be a good guest And you have to understand I'm generally a picky eater Drives my wife nuts If it's vegetables I don't want much to do with it My, my uh, sister-in-law Makes this chicken And it's supposed to be Pine nut chicken well, the recipe called for a certain amount of, I believe, dried, and she used fresh. One of the other is, is more potent, and whatever she used was more potent than what it called for. So the amount that she used was, like, overkill, and it was like eating pine tree chicken. Like, it was wrapped in a pine tree. It was the, just, piniest. And, luckily, after a couple of bites and not saying anything, my brother was like, is it supposed to taste like a pine tree? like glad somebody else said it because this tastes you know like what, a we call country. That? what east texas chicken yeah oh it was i don't want east texas chicken anymore it was hey, not, uh,
8: not good your food calls 806-745-5800 <laughs> i'd say that uh kyle is leading the ranks right now you want your food I mean, calls
5: on I, that licking bird poop too though that's a
8: that's a good one yeah yeah I mean, that's, like, um, that's
5: a straight-up disgusting one.
8: But that, it, it takes a lot of bravado to call it, in. It and does. To, to say what you said about <laughs> drinking or eating after the dog. <laughs> uh, it does Mike Bazaar, so let's get into some tech stuff. Yeah. Um, I saw that you put a post up. Everybody's getting the ring. Everybody's getting the ring, getting the ring app. Yeah. Let's go off script for just a minute. Yeah. Everybody's getting the ring and the ring app. The ring doorbell. And it is... I don't know if it's the best or worst to be a part of the Ring community. Yeah. I, because it's like I found this. I found look at this dog. Whose man. dog is this? Yeah. It's uh it can be a little bit tough. Yeah,
5: I turned uh, all the notifications off cuz I got tired of getting all of them.
8: Yeah. Uh hold on. Some breaking news. Is we're live here and uh you don't have the news noise, do you? We can well, that's what we gotta do. That's we're new age technology here. Uh, Congressman Jody Arrington selected to serve on the committee on Ways and Means. Fantastic. Big, important. Fantastic. Yeah. Big important uh, committee. But anyway, let's get back to your food stuff. Um, tech stuff. <laughs> yeah, the tech stuff. Sorry. <laughs>
5: so Ring can spy on me now. Yeah. Yep. Ring. Um. Apparently. They have not really responded to these allegations, but uh, yeah, I think I put this on Facebook with just privacy is dead. There's a whole article on it. But apparently some developers in Europe that they use, as well as any of their top brass with only an email address, were able to go out and look at your ring and see what your ring doorbell was. The problem is that also includes any cameras that you might have. So if you've got rain cameras around your house or anything else, they're basically able to go look Inside at the feed. Inside the house. If it's in or out or whatever. And so the crazy part about this is when you sign up, you might expect, it depends on your level of, of understanding of privacy and how it's dead, you might expect that maybe machines will look through and try to identify certain things, right? Like they may use it to either train AI algorithms or use AI that they've trained on other known videos mm-hmm. to try to look for suspicious behavior or whatever else. Um but this was people like Jeff Bezos wants to go look at what's going on on your doorbell. If he's got your email, he could boop, boop, and see what you had going on, which is crazy to me. And then the other That's one, not
8: the craziest thing is that Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bozo. If you've read, um, recent pieces where the, where the president has gone after Jeff Bezos. Um, but, uh, that he could go in and look at what's going on in my living room.
5: Yeah, 1 a.m.
8: in the morning, if he felt like it. Hmm. That is apparently the story. And he would be
5: amazed at how early my children rise in the morning. Probably. I would get some sort of award. He might maybe offer him a job at Amazon or something. But the other crazy part that's come out with this, too, that there is talk, and, and I think this is one of those good, bad things you have to kind of decide in terms of technology, but there's talk about trying to basically come up with a suspicious person's database and letting the ring use facial recognition to warn you if you have suspicious people at your door. Now, how they do that, I don't know, right? I mean, if it's a library of mug shots they're pulling from or something else, but um, that as well is a little bit scary because then it means it's using facial recognition to identify everybody that walks up to your door, including you when you walk in your own house.
8: Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mike Mazar just kind of wanting me to go back to the early 90s here drop my internet my email <laughs> everything else i'm with you technology base banking all that stuff uh but let's get into the other stuff uh yeah. what, are, what other topics you got for us
5: so 5g everybody's been talking about 5g it's been around for i don't know a year and a half two years they occasionally will see making
8: some making a big play is understanding the texas legislature
5: 5G? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so AT&T, which, you know, they're trying to put it into Dallas, Austin. Um, There's a couple of cities that are getting it. Verizon released the very end of last year. To me, I think the good thing about it, so 5G in a nutshell, we're talking um, wireless signals, right? So 1G was phone. Right, I mean that was early cell phones. 2G was texting, and 3G was you got data on your phones. Right, that's the birth of smartphones, and and 4 and 3G, 4G was actually usable smartphones. Right, in terms of you could get a reasonable data. Yeah. And now 5G is crazy fast. Like in in ideal conditions, it is four to five gigabits fast. And so. What's that mean? So, like, right now, if you got the fastest service you can get anywhere in town from NTS, suddenly anybody has one gigabit. And that is a cable to your house, right? So now I can go anywhere rural America that you could potentially get cell phone signal to, which is a lot easier than dragging cables across rural America. Mm -hmm. And you can do 5G services, so you could get gigabit and these real high-speed connections out into the boonies. And so it'll be a big deal, I think, for rural communities. So
8: wireless high-speed internet.
5: Wireless high-speed internet. More so, and there is some of that now, but it's like 10 megabits and 100 megabits. And we're talking about gigabits, over-the-air, wireless, and it'll be to your cell phones and everything, right? So when it finally hits all the mobile networks, which is going to be another year, year and a half, um, but a lot of them are starting to look at how they can roll it out into houses because then... You can stand up a tower, and for a couple of miles around that tower, you can hit every house and give them 5G connectivity. And the big deal, too, is the latency is going to be really low. So latency is how long it takes for your information to get to a server and back. Mm -hmm. So as a quick test, I pinged Google from my office. So for my computer in the office to get to Google and back, it was 42 milliseconds. They're saying in 5G that should be more like 10 or 8. Like it's going to be way, way lower. uh, Just as a hobby. Because yeah. you do this for a living. Yeah. Just send out the ping. Yeah, just ping just everything. to see. Yeah. We troubleshoot with ping a lot. so
8: Mike Bazaar, Bizarre Solutions. Uh, <laughs> your food stories, we're still taking those. You want to enter in to win two tickets tomorrow night to Texas Tech versus Iowa State sold out. You can do so. 806-745-5800 is the call-in number. We've got some entries on social media Extra points if you call into the program. Five G coming could be
5: a rural savior. Is that what I hear you saying? I think it'll be a big deal for it it's higher density, so in cities it'll be really good. New York City, Dallas, Austin, even Lubbock, when you get all those people packed into the Jones, how many times you've been in there you pull your phone out and it feels sluggish or it doesn't work at all?
8: Ridiculous. Yeah. Doesn't and so it if might you, as well be calling from
5: aunt may's phone
8: on lassie
5: well and and if you look that's why in the jones there's a bunch of at&t boxes all the way around and those are radios and antennas that doesn't work now we have verizon it works okay but if you have 5g all of those people the densities are significantly higher so it'll be very helpful in cities and it'll be really really helpful i think to rural because there's a ton of rural communities that have just crappy internet and when you start making it cost effective to get out and service small rural communities with a single tower or two It'll make a huge, huge difference.
8: So what I hear you saying is the whole pitch is go get your 5G and your ring interior cameras so Jeff Bezos can see it even sooner.
5: Yeah, that's it. You want him to make sure that he's got a real smooth experience.
8: What's up next on your docket there, Mike Bazaar?
5: So the other one that came out of CES that I thought was interesting, and this is a startup, and nobody's bought the service yet as far as I know, um, so don't go run off scared, but they have created artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithms to identify when people are sharing passwords for things like Netflix and Hulu. Wow. And so they were doing the math on it, and Netflix, based on people's answers from smaller surveys they've done, they think Netflix is losing something like 2 to $2.5 billion a year on people sharing passwords.
8: The future is here, and you're going to jail. <laughs> so they start
5: cutting you off or so locking you. how do they,
8: they figure that out exactly? I, you know, I,
5: I don't know the what all the machine learning and AI stuff going on in the back end, like how they're doing the comparisons, but it's uh, I'm imagining it's probably going to be looking at connections and then similar, you know, like, If you've got um, two different TVs streaming and the connections are nowhere near each other, they can figure that stuff out based off IP addresses and a bunch of other back-end stuff. And then what are they watching? And what you're watching. Yeah, and try to figure out and start flagging accounts to say that this is potentially suspicious. So again, Netflix isn't doing that, but the capability is out there. And at what point when you're losing $2 billion a year, do you not look at that and say, maybe this wouldn't be a bad idea Hmm. to implement that? And so same thing, they figure... Um, I think uh, so. Netflix was like $2, 2500000000 Amazon through Prime and people sharing that was something like uh, $500 million. Hulu was around the same. Uh, there's a ton of these services that are losing a lot of potential revenue because people are sharing passwords. I
8: don't know anything about what you're talking about.
5: You don't share your password with anybody? Stop,
8: stop looking at me like that.
5: <laughs> I have no idea.
8: No, but they figured out how talk us through the dork side of how they, how they figure this out.
5: Yeah, so it's people that are smarter than me that are doing it. I mean, you said
8: houses that are close together. So one of
5: the things, and they'll even do this with normal security, like Microsoft has had this for a while, is if you just logged into your corporate network in New York and then three hours later you logged in from Hong Kong, you're not in Hong Kong, right? It's physically impossible to make that move. So it would flag it. So they can do machine learning to say, okay, if if you logged in in location A, and then you logged in location B, and the time frames don't match. Let's flag that. If you logged in from these two locations, and maybe the time frames meet, but it's unlikely. Is the viewing habits the same, or are they way different? Because if it's even, you know, your siblings or whatever, probably watching different movies than you.
8: I can hear college students
5: dying. Right yeah, now. well, they're probably <laughs> the big culprits. They said Gen Xers are the most honest. Out of all this that they've done, so us, yeah, A and you, we're we're the honest guys. We we pay for the service, and and then we give our passwords out to. I don't Xers and yeah, like our millennials and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other side of this, because this always comes back to the stuff we talk about, is dark web, right? And people don't know the value of it. But you know, if I can go buy your Netflix password that somebody stole on the dark web for five bucks, you don't know that I'm quote sharing your password. But really I am, right? You're still got your service, you're still paying for How it. How much
8: does a Netflix password cost? About five bucks. On the dark web? hmm Five bucks and that's all. Yeah. Not five months.
5: Five not five, five a bucks. month, five bucks. Until you change your password. I've I've got access to your account. Wow. And so, even if it seems funny, are you going to do anything about it? You know, because then this gets into people being lazy. Well, if I reset the Netflix password, I got to type it in on three different TVs, and I got to use the stupid remote, and I eh, forget it. They can just watch my Netflix. I don't care, right? But that's why they're hacking your computer, and they're going to try to steal your Netflix password. But they're going to take anything else they can of value. Yeah. So. Mike Bizarre, Bizarre Solutions, you hanging out? You need to
8: go? Sure, no. Okay, I'll, okay. Yeah. okay yeah, we got Bud Unless Kennedy. to kick me out. Bud Kennedy, Fort Worth Star-Telegram, coming up right here on the other side. Your calls about uh, Somebody, weirdest food that you ate at... Somebody's got to give Kyle a run for his money. Yeah, uh, they probably will. Your calls about uh, weirdest food you've ate at other people's houses... Food that your dog licked and you ate it anyway, coming right here on the other side.
6: For you were saying with a grin. You
1: do the sound of hailstones, didn't tend.
10: It's loud enough,
6: you gotta yell now. The whole thing hits me like a song. A pretty one that
3: won't last long. Emily Jones for ABC Bank.
0: A winning team means having the right players. Whether I'm at work or at home, I bank on a team effort. That's why ABC is my bank. Online or in person, ABC Bank is there when I need them. Putting my needs first, they've actually found a way to put the I in team. Bank on better with ABC Bank.
4: Member FDIC and Equal Housing Under. At Smith South Plains
7: Ford, we're all about a better car buying experience. We understand that shopping for a car is a big deal, and that's why we believe in listening to what matters to you. Come see us in Leveland, where we have a wide selection of new Ford cars and trucks and an excellent sales staff. Love your car, love your dealership at Smith South Plains on Highway 114 in Leveland, Texas, or online at smithsouthplains.com. Love your
6: car, love your dealership, Smith South Plains. Smile, it's gonna be okay. Jason White Dentistry, the West Texas way. Smile and time is how it's done. We treat you like you're the only one. Your peace of mind is our state of mind. We wanna get to know you, smile at a time. Smile, it's gonna be okay. Jason White Dentistry, the West Texas way. This
3: class voted him most likely to run with scissors. Welcome back to The Other Side with Jay Leeson.
8: Hey, in Lubbock File Room, providing safe and secure document storage and shredding services to Lubbock and the surrounding area since 1992. You don't need competitors going through your stuff and trying to figure out what you got in the garbage can. No way, man. Just do what we do. Put it in the big box. All your bills, all your stuff, take it down to Lubbock File Room, and they'll give you a certificate of destruction. For a free and hassle-free estimate, give LubbockFileRoom.com a call at 806-744-7666 today. On the line, we have with us Bud Kennedy, the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, for the first time right here on the program. Excited to have Bud and uh, the perspective that he brings to the program. Bud, how are you?
7: Good afternoon. Good to be broadcasting to the Great West Texas epoch.
10: The
8: South Plains, Great West Texas Empire. Uh, Bud, you do food columns, so I am going to throw you a curveball just to start. Uh, the weirdest food that you've ever had at somebody's house.
7: At somebody's house.
8: Um, yeah, we got a we got a contest on for Texas Tech tickets right now. <laughs> And to that's, and
7: cook the weirdest food.
8: that's the question. The weirdest thing or food that your dog licked and you ate it anyway.
7: I think of a food I've had at somebody's house. I've had everything from from crickets to to uh, rattlesnake in restaurants. You I think of oh in restaurants, but I, yeah. But I could not think of anybody who had that at their house. Where did you have I mean, crickets, I, Bud? You know, one time, one time, and you'll get to do this maybe if you keep doing this. One time, I got invited to Judge University Political Science Department chili off. Okay. Well, if you know if you know the Rice University, most of those students are not Texans. So the 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 chili uh, the chi, most of the chili bowls uh, were more like curries, or they were vegan. Uh, there was one that had, had I don't know what a, what kind of uh, plants and insects in it. Uh, I, I have to say it was. It was the weirdest chili cook I've ever seen. There wasn't anything the Texans would consider chili.
8: Okay, but you had crickets then. Yes,
7: I, mean, I, I have had crickets. Mm. Cricket chili. A cricket chili is something I haven't had, but you've got a good idea
8: going. No, I don't know if I have a good <laughs> idea. It's kind of something like guacamole and green peas, man.
7: One of the restaurants down in Austin might do that.
8: Hmm. Hey, Bud, we have Ross Ramsey on the show every week. Um, Who is the dean of Texas political journalism right now? Is it Ken Herman, you, Ross Ramsey? Who is it?
7: Well, Ken Herman's been doing it a long time. I think Ross has been doing it longer. Uh, Ross has that kind of level-headed approach that the dean would have. And, you know, we still have David Montgomery working for us in Austin, too. Davy Jones from Abilene, and, and he was in the Washington. Herman is now back in Austin. Has been in Austin for some time. So uh, Davy Joe may be the may be the dean. With uh, he he's the dean when he's working, and then Ken Herman is when Davy Joe's taking the day
8: off. We're going to talk offline because I want to figure this out. Because these guys are all too proud to have it figured out. And by these guys, I mean you included in that.
7: But I, I all... haven't sorted. I haven't sorted all that. All I say is that I'm the dean of DSW College. But. The first legislative session that I covered was in. So that, was in that, what? That,
8: you broke out there.
7: 1989 okay. was the first legislative session that I was at. I, I, I went to school in Austin and knew about the legislature, and, and we had a mock legislature in high school. I actually moderated a gubernatorial forum in high school in 1972. We had candidates in, uh, and Hank Grover was the Republican nominee. He was there. So I moderated a forum in. But the first legislative campaign I actually, uh, legislative session I went to was 1989. That's pretty up there. I think there's a couple of guys who've been there longer. I still have a passed, Dan Patrick hasn't taken it away yet.
8: <laughs> You're gonna, <laughs> you, I'm sick. I'm playing through the pain. You're gonna make me cough too loud. <laughs> Bud Kennedy, Fort Worth Star Telegram, uh, Bud. Uh, forgive me for being reductionistic but talk to us because this is garnered national news talk to us about the muslim this is how i'm going to build it the muslim thing at the tarrant county gop talk to us about what happened there
7: well what happened is that back in september well first of all you had a, a new county chair who uh was was elected and, and some of the some of the Republicans weren't happy with the way he was elected. Uh, they thought that someone else was going to run for county chair. It was kind of the agreed-on favorite up until the last moment of filing deadline. That candidate jumped over to a different race, and, and the, uh, the current chair filed. So you have Dahl Easton, who wasn't everyone's pick, but he ran unopposed. And was. But it, the effort to, for outreach as Tarrant County becomes a little more purple and uh, proved to be becoming so in this last election. Beto he, O'Rourke won. Beto uh, he won Tarrant County against all predictions. In Beto O'Rourke Fort carried Worth. Tarrant County, and Connie Burton was replaced in the Senate by Beverly Powell. And so you had the, the Democrats. Fort Worth and Arlington have been Democratic majority cities for several cycles, but in Tarrant County, it's where uh, you know in Houston you have the Republicans live in Montgomery County, in Dallas the Republicans live in Collin County. Well, on the Tarrant County side, uh, the Republicans live in the north half of Tarrant County. And so there are uh, more than a million people north of Fort Worth and Arlington. And so those those are the Republican uh, precincts, and they dominate the elections. The south part of the county is Democrat, with the two cities, Fort Worth and Arlington. And then the north part of the county is Republican. And it got a little more purple this time. So Chairman Easton... Uh, appointed two vice chairs of outreach to try and broaden the party grow the party he appointed chris garcia of latino he's who's uh you know been in politics here for a long time been involved in the party and then he appointed shaheed shafi now dr shafi is a surgeon in southlake he was elected to city council out there five years ago when he first elected for city council uh the opponent had tried to run against him he just ran lists of his campaign donors And just to say this, these are Muslims supporting this candidate. It didn't work. He was elected. He's a very well-liked man in Southlake, and most of all, he's very much a a social and fiscal conservative. Even the uh, Northeast Tea Party folks, some of them like him. The Empowered Texans folks have have praised him. He's he's a popular um, conservative council member in Southlake. So uh, they appointed him as vice chair. It was an appointment, not an election So some of the uh, Republicans, you had about three factions involved in this.
2: You
7: had Republican precinct chairs who already weren't happy with the county chair and just wanted to be defiant. You had a couple of uh, activist uh, precinct
3: chairs.
8: We might have lost them, Mike. Mike, mm-hmm. who? We might have lost them. Have to um, check in on that. Uh going to take a quickie break and get um, bud kennedy back on the line that's what we'll try to do right here stick right with us great story about uh this muslim boat and how it went wrong there in tarrant county right here on the other side stick right with us as we roll
6: Jay.
7: Hey but, but, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir, I can hear you just fine. So I, yeah, there are about there are about three factions involved here. There's a faction that's upset with the chair and doesn't like anything he does. There's a couple of folks who uh, believe that all Muslims are part of a world conspiracy for jihad and so that no Muslim can be trusted. This is the conspiracy theory group, some birchers some uh, people who have become precinct can't control who's a precinct chair it's an election and then you had a, a, several folks a large you know faction that is uh, still believes in the old Pat Robertson that leaders should only be Christians that only Christians should lead
9: that everyone
7: could participate but only Christians should be elected as leaders that was what Pat Robertson actually said in the 80s now since then most of the leaders of the evangelical movement now say that leaders should only be people who believe in a higher power, and that has broadened the message. But there are still a few people that, some of them were in the Sarah Palin uh, movement te- uh, campaign here early uh, they they're still very devout and they believe that only Christians should be elected. so they wanted to remove a Muslim vice chair and uh, so you had this kind of little combination of people who were who were misfits or malcontents or people with an axe to grind against the chair. And so among them all, uh, they managed to bring this to the floor and, and bring a motion to the floor and started the debate. Well, then they started the debate in September, and the time ran out on their meeting time, on the, the lease they had of the meeting space. So this was all delayed for four months, which let uh, which just let momentum build and national coverage build when Sarah Lenvold, who's a former SREC member, state executive committee member, posted on her big Protect Texas page, she was one of the people who organized all the Republicans to stop Jerry Patterson from passing an immigration solution a few years ago. Well, when she posted uh, for her 2,000 members to contact Tarrant County right now that the Islamization of the Texas Republican Party was at stake that it was all going to start here, right here in Tarrant County, well, that made it an A bigger news story And that's when reporters started picking up on it People from all over the country started calling in And actually Then it went to the state executive committee Which passed a resolution Saying that the Republican Party is a party of religious freedom And religious liberty And you had Ted Cruz and Greg Abbott Who both weighed in And said that religious liberty Is part of of the core message of the Republican Party They both weighed in in favor of Dr. Shafi So you had all the Republican The Republican uh, Powers that be, uh, saying uh, that we want to be sure the party's open. We want to welcome Dr. Shafi. You had a lot of people here who, unha- who were unhappy about it. They pushed it to a vote last Thursday. It came out one thirty-nine to forty-nine in favor of keeping him as vice chair. And mm. one of those precinct chairs has since quit. So the uh, one of the forty-nine
8: threw his so badge the, uh, up on the stage. Right?
7: Th- threw his badge up on the stage, and and, uh, and there may have been some other resignations yet that we don't know about. But yeah. So- so, uh, yeah, he tossed us. There were two loud cheers from inside the room. This was really a, he had a, a county executive committee meeting where you had the New York Times, the Tribune, the Washington Post, Network Television, all gathered in this church. And, of course, it was a closed meeting. The, the motion was brought up in closed session. So we could only hear. We could hear the loud cheers when the vote was given. And then there was another loud cheer afterward. We all said, what was that? And it turned out it was for the one precinct chair tossing his badge up on the stage. And, and uh, you know, by this time, I think most of the precinct chairs had gotten away from arguing over uh, Muslim jihad, you know, Islam. And they were just sick of the dissension and sick of the attention. And uh, they wanted to support the idea of a big tent Republican Party and yep. say that, you know, we need to have we have um uh, large numbers in, in uh, Dallas, Tarrant, Collin County, they have large numbers of Muslim professionals, doctors, surgeons, you know, engineers, psychologists, and uh, that they, uh, they're, they're fiscal conservatives, social conservatives, and they need to have a home in the Republican Party.
8: Yeah, in you know, but what's intriguing to us uh, is, you know, west of I-35 is that you know, what's going on in Texas in i spoke at an event last week in austin with harvey kronberg and ross ramsey and it was talking about uh it was to the urban counties um, conference of urban counties and you know my point was that that the suburban areas have picked up a tinge of, of purple really helps us because we don't have to look at consolidating school districts out here which are the lifeblood of every community And I think that's why, and I hope this isn't your last time to be on the show, I think it's your ground zero for where things change. And I don't don't want to put words in your mouth, but it seems you watching that vote the other night that that's something that may not have happened eight years ago, right?
7: It might have gone the other way. It wouldn't have happened eight or six or even four years ago, but now the Republicans in Texas feel like they need to broaden the party. The rhetoric against gay marriage. Is not as sharp. You won't see a bathroom bill, although you will see uh, bills against local control that will include non-discrimination ordinances. You know, you see Republicans a little less harsh toward gay marriage, uh, almost pro-marijuana in some cases. Texas is drifting that direction, uh, willing to welcome uh, conservative Muslims as allies, particularly uh, social conservatives. Uh, you know, and uh, just willing to to at least. Talk carefully, Governor Abbott's always talked carefully about Mexico and the border. So you can see that the that the Republican Party wants to keep winning, and in order to keep winning, they have to have forty percent of the uh, of the Hispanic vote, and they have to eliminate all the the disqualifications. It's kind of like a a, a fellow going on a date with somebody who's a, a really great girl. You know, you you don't want to be disqualified on the first date. You want to you know, at least listen and pay attention and just don't say anything on the first few dates. If you can go out on three or four dates and still not get disqualified, you've got a good chance. The Republicans are trying to get rid of everything that makes them sound uh, bigoted or makes them sound discriminatory, and it's part of the Constitution and it's part of the state rules uh, that they are the, the party of religious liberty. They can't go down to Austin and talk about the Religious Freedom Restoration Act and restoring religious freedom If they don't seem to uphold religious freedom yeah. <laughs> And so the, the, they're, they're trying to be sure That the party's open to everyone This is, we talk about Fort Worth as the West begins And this is kind of where the West Texas Mentality that you're talking about begins Because, you know, you, you go over east To Plano and you have the suburban districts But Charlie Guerin's work In Tarrant County for public schools Is, uh, you know, what what Charlie Dar- Guerin does here for Azle and Castleberry and, and for the uh, For the public schools in his district uh just you know is kind of where that spirit begins of you know west texas upholding the need for strong public schools
8: bud kennedy at bud kennedy on twitter i want to take you a couple i know that we've spent uh, more time than we expected to spend with you but it's all been riveting appreciate you so many people asking me about that i can just refer them to this podcast now um a couple of themes that you see emerging in this legislature. We had the inaugurals today. Uh, what are a couple of takeaways that you have going into the next, what, 130 days?
7: Yeah, everybody's talking about getting things done quickly. And particularly, it was interesting to hear the emphasis again today on fixing public schools. You know, some of the backdrop on that, that, uh, that you know, some legislators have told me, some lawmakers have said they're worried that next session, they'll be focusing on redistricting. The session after that, the makeup of the legislature may have changed. So the Republicans, particularly in the House, believe that this is the last chance to spend a session fixing public school funding and doing something for public schools. It's always going to be the the scales of, are you focus more on public schools or more on limiting taxes? And I'm worried that those two are going to get you combined into one and that the focus is going to be more on limiting taxes. But the emphasis today on public schools, particularly from Governor Abbott, was really heartening. It sounds like that, uh, you know, uh, Lieutenant Governor Patrick presented this budget with a $5,000 raise for teachers. Uh, I'm thrilled for teachers. I want to hear more about the schools and what's being done for the schools and not just to pay teachers more. That's a great first step. But um, yeah, it, Governor Abbott's Talk about teacher talk about schools uh, seems to be sincere, and I think that that's what he and the House want to focus on and I think that Lieutenant Governor Patrick has his own ideas
8: okay, and another thing you see sticking out
7: well i I mentioned the bathroom bill and, and we won't have a bathroom bill, but we will have a couple of other very similar bills that come up and like i say the the just the whole tamp down of local control, and the governor talked about that today you could see mayor basic price of fort worth uh kind of making a face behind him but the the whole uh taking away of, of local control of ordinances including the anti-discrimination ordinances uh, that's that'll be the social battle this year uh along with uh along with a couple of other you know lesser issues along that line uh religious freedom exemptions where uh, where you have you say well you know you don't have to do this if you if you, if your religion is opposed to it, then, then you don't have to do this. Those bills, some of those bills uphold religious freedom, but some of those bills protect groups like the Ku Klux Klan. So, you know, you want to be sure and be careful about the religious freedom uh, that, that you're not awarding uh, special privileges to somebody that you never intend.
8: He is Bud Kennedy, uh, and has said himself, not the dean, but maybe close there at Four Star Telegram.
7: <laughs> I'll let you referee that, Jay. Uh,
8: Bud, you write columns. When can people go to Fort Worth Star Telegram and see your
7: columns? I write on uh, StarTelegram dot com twice a week, and I tweet almost constantly at Bud Kennedy. And uh, you know, and and I write about local news and politics. Right now, I'm at the, uh, an announcement of a challenger running against Mayor Price. So I write about local news and politics, and I also write about Texas food and barbecue and chili and steaks and burgers and all that. Uh, that's on a separate uh, Twitter feed called Eatspeak. So, love to hear from everyone and love it.
8: Thank you, Bud. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Jack. Have fun covering what you're covering. Thank uh, you. I'm going to get off with Bud Kennedy. Take a quickie break and uh, get in with. Got another suggestion. You win a winner contest, 806 745 5800. Your most interesting food story to win two tickets. Texas Tech versus Iowa State. Stick right with us here, other side. Howdy, Jay. West Texas Leeson here. I'm going to tell you about my friends at Flint Boot and Hat. They've been building hats since 1994 and repairing boots, I guess, since forever. My dog chewed up my ostrich boots. Jared and his guys replaced the heel, made them look new again, put new pulls on, and at a super affordable price, they've resold my boots, and they build great hats. Love these guys. Go check them out. 30, 35, 34th Street, or Flint Boot and Hat Shop at Flint and 34th Street. See more at flinthat.com.
6: Smile, it's gonna be okay. Jason white dentistry the West Texas way. Smile and time is how it's done we treat you like you're the only one. on. Your peace mind is our state of mind. We want to get to know you and smile at a time. Smile, it's going to be okay. Jason my Dentistry, the West Texas way.
8: Hey there, I caught you listening. If you're interested in having your business heard and seen by thousands of other side of Texas listeners just like yourself contact me at j at com, or call me up at 806-543-1317. We have spots just for you on our website that draws thousands of views per week on our podcast that trends in the top 50 of Apple's U.S. News and Politics category or right here on the airwaves. So, Thanks for listening to and mulling on advertising on Other Side of Texas. And again, you can contact me, Jay, at OthersideofTexas.com or 806-543-1317. Keep on hanging out on the other side and rave on, buddies. Rave on. Welcome back to The Other Side with Jay Leeson.
6: So we'll dance to the rose and we'll all sing a song. When the bad times come, they won't stay for long. The fall and harvest in the summer's in blue. We'll have old crow whiskey and a
8: cornbread moon. Old crow whiskey hey the other side of texas sponsored by the law firm of mullen horton brown llp with offices in lubbock amarillo and dallas employing creative legal solutions to address your business needs in the areas of commercial litigation banking financial restructuring employment law and estate planning one more story uh, well one more that i want to point out here brandon davis sims we are running our contest two tickets for texas tech tomorrow night uh says we were homeschooled um this is him speaking not me those crazy homeschool moms made some nasty stuff church potluck church potluck looked more like an attempt at the guinness world record for casseroles in one place at the same time We could always count on the one and only family that would bring fried chicken. Thank you for the chicken, says Brandon. i got to tell you, of everything that I've read today, it all makes sense. I see it all coming together. Kyle is the winner today, and Jace, a close second, uh, licking the bird poop off of his arm. But Kyle, to man up and call into the program and say, you know what? my wife i will i will drink or eat after my dog but not my wife that's some sort of resilience and i think kyle is definitely on his way being honest and being truthful and loyal in marriage i want to thank kyle for his call hey tomorrow we've got thomas mooney on the program texas music aficionado is going to be on the program ross ramsey uh, texas tribune you got texas politics from the expert texas music from the expert come on what else you got listening to on your way home on thursday we're going to have our friend christopher collins from the texas observer call in and say guess what there are some towns in the texas panhandle that are being repopulated they're not losing population they're being repopulated in their immigrants fascinating story christopher collins there and then on friday we're going to have jeff griffith city councilman my city councilman call in he's going to actually be here in studio with us and talk about what's going on lubbock city council so for mike bizarre and bud kennedy got to get home gonna get home great family and an average Above average dinner, I should say. I'm gonna qualify that above average dinner waiting for me until next time. Ravon Buddies Ravon will see you next edition of Other Side of Texas.
6: Ship on the all the it's who we wanna be Bury up and just it
3: and two step over Emily Jones for ABC Bank.
0: Life is a hustle. As a busy mom, wife, and sportscaster, there is never an extra minute in the day. I rely on ABC Bank to have my back. They have the tools I need to get my banking done on the go. I like my banking simple and honest, and they take the hassle out of the hustle. Bank on better with ABC Bank.
3: Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
1: Speed Queen washers and dryers are built to last longer than any other brand in the market, designed to last 25 years in your home. So it's only fitting that they're also backed by the industry's longest lasting warranty, a warranty that's five times longer than the competition. And unlike anyone else, our warranty covers parts and in-home labor. You heard that right, parts and labor, covered. Get your speed queen and our industry-leading warranty at Brand Source Radio Lab, located at 4902 50th Street. Our low-impact service is precise, clean,
3: and cost Yes, it can even save you money on utilities. Professional and efficient, but no property damage or pit mess. Water the way you want with Weston Drilling. 806-589-8645. Water the way you want. Our good friends at John Roly Leveland has some excellent deals on fleet trucks. Now, they are your business elite Chevrolet GMC dealer. Big savings right now on oil-filled crane trucks, one ton, commercial flatbed trucks, one ton and three-quarter ton, and work-ready half-ton trucks. Since John Roly Leveland is a business elite Chevrolet GMC dealer, they always have work-ready loaner trucks and can service work fleet trucks throughout the South Plains, eastern New Mexico, Panhandle, and Permian Basin. Drop by today, John Roly Leveland, and see the website John Leveland.
10: This is Ben Murphy for Global Wealth Advisors. At Global Wealth, we offer a unique 3P approach to the financial planning and wealth management process. Our approach is simple. We believe your goals are too important for a one size fits all plan. Our 3P approach helps you plan, prosper, and protect what's most important to you. Together, we formulate a plan that works with your unique situation. We form a trusted team with your other advisors such as your accountant attorney and insurance agent all working together with your best interests in mind we partner with commonwealth financial network an independent broker dealer this allows us to make recommendations based solely on what's right for you we have offices in dallas houston sweeney and snyder and we offer a complimentary second look at your current financial planning situation and investment portfolio in snyder our office is located at 3219 College Avenue, Suite 2. Call us at 877-987-6492 or email us at info at gwadvisors.net. Let's discuss how our services will fit your needs. Again, that number